Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. And today I want to talk about how are you going to know whether you're dealing with a narcissist or whether you're dealing with somebody who's really authentic, okay? This is one of the biggest questions, and I just had somebody ask me this on a post. You know, well, how am I going to know whether it's real or or not? Because I just got discarded, and I had no idea that this person was a narcissist. So I'm going to give you guys a brief podcast of what to look for and things like that. First of all, when you deal with somebody, the first thing you want to look at is their track record, okay? That is a blueprint of who this person is. Who the fuck is this person, right? You meet these people and people go in head first without really studying somebody. And this is your biggest mistake. You move too fast. And that's exactly what the narcissist wants. They want to move fast with you because they don't want you to see them for who they really are, a fake, a phony, a liar. So they're going to move fast and they're going to hit you with that love bombing to get whatever they can get out of you. And what they'll do is they'll future fake you. They'll bring up, uh, you know, marriage and, oh, what our kids would look like. And, you know, I told my friend about you that, you know, you're going to be the one I end up with. I never felt this way before. This is all, you know, BS things that narcissists say to fool you. And how are you going to know whether this is real or this is fake by the timing of it, you guys, all right? In the beginning of a relationship, people don't talk about these kind of things. You don't talk about marriage in the first month, okay? Anybody who brings up marriage in the first month, even the first three months, is somebody who is after something that you have, okay? It's usually money or sex, generally, or a place to live when they go to that extreme. So, How are you going to know before the discard? You're going to know, number one, by their track record and their prior relationships. And people come back at me and they say, but the narcissist, you know, they're going to lie about their past and everything. Yeah, of course they're going to lie about their past. But in time, okay, the more you get that narcissist talking, the more they're going to expose themselves and they're going to let their guard down and they're going to show you who they are. And that's why it's so important to listen to what comes out of their fucking mouths. Okay. A lot of people don't do this. They're, they're the ones always doing all the talking, trying to win over the narcissist. You know, they're so mesmerized by the narcissist. They're so attracted to the narcissist, either by how they look or, you know, they're trying to win over that narcissist or something like that. So they're talking, talking without listening to what the narcissist is telling them, okay? Because they'll always give you little clues. You have to listen, you guys. Be focused. Listen to what comes out of their mouths. You know, they, they say things like, you know, of course they'll say, oh yeah, my ex is crazy and she cheated on me. They love to say that. But in time, little things will come up that they'll say like, you know, oh, my ex, you know, she, she was so controlling, you know, she was always asking me where I went. I always had to check in with her at night if I went out with my friends or something. That is telling you that you are dealing with somebody who will not do that with you, who will not check in with you or something that they feel they can come and go. And, you know, they're a free op, you know, they're a free person that could do whatever they want and they don't have to, you know, 
they don't have to check in with you. So the thing is, the why it's so important to look at somebody's past is, you know, the greatest indicator of future behavior is prior behavior. How did they treat their exes, okay? Because those same characteristics, those same traits, they're going to pass on to you and treat you that way. They're going to be real nice in the beginning. Everybody's nice in the beginning, and then it's going to dwindle. The more they get comfortable with you, the more they get used to you, they're going to get bored with you, okay? This is the biggest thing with a narcissist. They get bored and they want something new and exciting. They constantly look for a rush. They're thrill seekers. So they're going to get bored with you and they're going to find things they don't like about you, okay? Maybe they don't like the fact you know, the way you dress, the way you talk, the way you answered them back. Maybe they don't like the way your house is. Maybe they think you're overly clean, you're overly dirty, you're too fat, you're too thin. They'll always find something they don't like, okay? But the point is they're going to reveal things about their past and that's that's your clue. Like, uh-oh, if they treated that one like that, they're going to be treating me like this, Okay. These are clues. If if they, you know, walked out on their ex, they're going to walk out on you probably. You know, if they were cold to their ex, they're going to be cold to you. If they don't believe in texting all the time, they're not going to be texting all the time with you. This is why you got to get that information, you guys, okay, without coming off as an interrogator. You never want to let the narc know that they're under the microscope because then they're going to be guarded and, you know, they're they're not going to slip up. You want these narcs to feel comfortable. It's like a detective when they're interviewing somebody for a murder case. They try to make that person feel comfortable because the more comfortable they make them feel, the more they run their mouth and give themselves up, okay? Just a little tip there, all right? So the thing is, a lot of people don't do this, okay? They take the word of the narcissist at face value. Oh, their exes was a bitch. Oh, their ex was an, was an, uh, excuse me, was an alcoholic or something like that. How do you know they, their ex was an alcoholic? How do you know their ex was a bitch? How do you know their ex cheated on them, Okay. You don't fucking know because you're just hearing one person, the narcissist side. And at that point, you don't even know if they're a narcissist, but you're trusting too soon. Trust is earned over a period of time, over watching somebody's pattern of behavior and and their actions. That's what tells you what somebody is, okay? Stop believing words. I got to repeat this over and over and over again. So many people want love and so many people go in head first and the narcissist comes and tells you everything you want to hear and you fucking believe it. Stop it, okay? Stop believing what comes out of people's mouths, okay? That's rule numero uno, number one, okay? So how are you going to know whether this is real or whether you're dealing with a narcissist? Your track record is one and how they treat you is another. The pattern of behavior with a narcissist, and this is what fools a lot of people, is that that narcissist is very consistent in the beginning. They're going to have you on the phone for hours. They're going to hit you up every day. You're going to think, wow, this person's so into me. You know, they're really, they're digging me. They really like me and everything like that. But 
It's the beginning of the relationship, okay? That's why I tell you, whoever you deal with, you got to give it a six-month trial period. You got to say, okay, I got to see how this person is after six months. If they're still able to be consistent, if their behavior is, is making sense, and You've got to look at when you ask that narcissist a question, this is important too. And I tell people, this is a clue as to whether you're dealing with somebody who could be a narcissist. When you ask the narcissist a question and they're not direct with you, okay? They don't give you a direct answer, a yes, no answer, or they're not clear with it. That is a red flag, okay? If they start bringing up other shit, talking about their friends, oh yeah, no, my friend, you do this or that, or they change the subject, or they try to divert that conversation, that is somebody who's trying to hide something because they're not being direct in answering your question. So these are all signs that you're dealing with a shady person and maybe a shady narcissist, okay? The thing is, you guys, nobody falls in love that quick, all right? All right. And nobody's that fucking nice. All right. Unless they want something there's nice. And then there's over the top nice. And I get so many of these people that are stupid. Okay. That come back and say to me, uh, well, you know, that's not true. People can be nice and everything. I'm talking about over the top fucking nice. Okay. I'm talking about somebody who's really, you know, doing things that, a normal person wouldn't do when they don't know you. It's one thing to be nice when somebody has a chance to know you and there's a reason they're being nice because they got to know you. But when they don't know you from a hole in the fucking wall and they're doing all these nice things for you, that is a red flag. Ding, 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 ding. Get your head out of a romance novel. That's not real life, you guys. This is the problem. People and children and, and young people have been conditioned to think that life is a romance novel. It's not, all right? Life is great, but life has a lot of struggles. And you have to understand when people are playing games on you and trying to trick you. And this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to save you from these people, these demons that are trying to manipulate and use you, okay? So they're going to say things that are out of pocket, okay? They're going to say things like what your kids will look like when they've only known you a short time, or they'll talk about marriage. First of all, a lot of people are not looking to run to the altar, okay? So if somebody's looking to run to the altar or get married, you got to say to yourself, what is their intent in all of this? And what they're going to do is they're going to try to brainwash you into thinking, you know, oh, they've been looking for that special someone. They've been looking for, you know, the love of their life. They've been looking for their soulmate and everything like that. Well, that's all nice and dandy, but they've got to show you that in time. Okay. It's one thing to look for somebody and it's another thing to prove that they're the person and, you know, after you've been with somebody a while and they've seen your good, bad, your ugly and everything like that, and they're all into you, then you know this person really cares about and maybe loves you because they've seen you at your worst. They've seen you, you know, sad, mad, depressed, angry, whatever, and they've accepted you and they're kind and understanding. Has the narcissist done that? No, okay? No, they're kind and understanding 
only in the beginning and it's all to fool you so that you lower your trust, okay? And they could get that supply out of you. So, you know, the other thing too with a narcissist is, you know, sometimes they look at somebody new and they think like, well, you know, that person could fill my dreams and everything like that. But nothing could ever fill the dreams of a narcissist because the narcissist is empty inside and they'll always, you know, be, they'll always not be satisfied with things. They'll not be satisfied with their live. They won't be satisfied who they're with. They'll always find things they don't like. They never feel good enough. Nothing's en enough for a narcissist. You're not enough for a narcissist, no matter who you are, and never take it personally, okay? It's not you. Some of the most beautiful women in Hollywood have gotten dumped, okay? And it's not because of their looks or who they were. It's because they dealt with somebody who was maybe narcissistic and wanted something new. Okay. They got tired of them. All right. Or maybe you, you know, put up a boundary and the narcissist figures, I don't have to deal with your boundaries because guess what? There's a lot of supply out there and I can replace you. Okay. So if a narcissist doesn't need you, they're not going to want to be with you. Okay. A narcissist is with you because they need something from you, okay? And like I said, they'll discard you when they find something better. Most of the time, when a narcissist discards you, or shall I say most of the time, all of the time, is when a narcissist discards you, they already got another one lined up, okay? A narcissist will never you know, take a chance of dropping you or causing you to have to do a reverse discard where you get rid of them because they're indifferent to you unless they got something else lined up. Narcissists always have a backup plan. When they're in the relationship with you, I hate to tell you, they are talking to other people. They may be having situationships with other people. And a lot of times, a lot of times, they're having sex with their exes, okay? This is why they keep their ex around. Their ex is their backup plan, okay? That's somebody that they've manipulated to, to be able to keep in contact with their ex, okay? And, and a lot of times they'll go see their ex and they'll have sex with them. It's just a sexual thing or something like that because that narcissist knows how to manipulate the ex so that the ex still stays in contact with them. So they're getting that supply from their exes, which is usually sex, and you don't know about that. And then you get discarded and find out they went back to their ex, all right? This happens all the time. So understand this. You know, you've got to look at their relationship with their exes. If they're still talking to their ex and they're still in contact with their ex and it's not related to just primarily the children, that is a huge red flag, okay? Your ex is your ex for a reason. Don't get involved with somebody that still has strings to their exes. Big mistake, you guys. And they got to be separated from their ex at least six months to know that they're emotionally ready to be in a relationship with you, okay? The other thing that I want to bring up is look at their lifestyle. If you're dealing with somebody who's got to be out every night of the week and narcissists love being out, they love to be on the streets and where the action is, all right? Why would somebody like that all of a sudden be telling you they want to marry you when they, they really don't like to even be home, okay? They, when things don't add up, you've got to say, 
somebody, something's not right here. They're telling me one thing, but their actions are showing me that they are somebody else. And this is the problem. This is the cognitive dissonance. This is the confusion in your minds is that you're believing the, the words. You're believing the affection that these actors and actresses are giving you without looking at their fucking actions, okay? If they really cared about you, they'd be calling you. If they really cared about you, they'd be seeing you on a regular basis. If they really cared about you, they wouldn't be ghosting you, okay? Look at the pattern of behavior and the actions of the narcissist, not what comes out of their mouth, period, dot, end of fucking story. I wish people would do this, you guys. Stop being so naive. Stop being so gullible. I don't mean to be hard on you, but I'm trying to wake people up so that they don't get used by these people. And then boom, they're discarded by the narcissist. They don't know what happened. I'll tell you what happened. There were red flags there that you missed or you didn't recognize. There were times that that narcissist was giving you excuses and disappearing and going and seeing somebody else. That's what was going on. And when the discard happened, you didn't even know what happened because you know what? You're thinking about how much that narcissist told you they loved you and wanted a future with you. It's all bullshit, okay? Because it's, it's their actions of showing you, all right? The other thing too is, you guys, a lot of times a, a dis, the discard will happen, you know, sometimes in the beginning of the, after three months or something like that, after three to six months, they got what they want out of you, which could be sex. Now, if they're looking for other kinds of supply out of you, which could be a place to live or money or something like that, they are going to keep you around and still be doing what they're doing on, on the side. And that's where you get those reverse discards where they're not breaking up with you, but they're doing their own thing and they're acting like they don't care about the relationship. So you're confused. You're saying to yourself, they're telling me they love me. They're not leaving. They're not breaking up with me. You know, why don't they just break up with me if they don't want to be with me? Because they're getting something out of you, okay? And it's up to you to figure out what is it? Is it that you're a security blanket? They know you're always there. Is it that they're living in your house? Is it that they get sex from you on the side? Is it that you are their therapist and you're sitting there talking to them and they need a mommy figure to be able to talk to or a daddy figure, okay? So, you know, like I said, look at, you know, how these people treat you over time and you know, if they're saying things that are, you know, not what people say according to how long you know them, that is a red flag. People shouldn't be talking about going away with you when they only know you a month or two. They don't know you. They're looking to go away with you to, to you know, have a good time with you, maybe have sex with you. But that doesn't mean they want to be in a relationship with you, but they'll tell you they want to be in a relationship because they want you to go away with them so they could use you, have sex. You come back from the trip and guess what? Now they're not calling you as much. Now, you know, they're, they're, they're slowly backing off from you or they're saying something to you to the effect of, you know, you're too good for me or something like that. These are all bullshit excuses, you guys. Don't be a sucker. This is all game. Stop giving out supply before a person earns it. What does that mean, okay? That means that if you want to sleep with somebody right away, 
you take a chance that that person may drop you right after that, okay? Or or be, you know, very distant from you and breadcrumb you after that. That's the chance you take. But you may have just went with it because you were lusting the narcissist and because you wanted to believe, you, you rolled the dice and you believed that this person really was into you and everything. And yet what you got to remember are, is rather, these people are good actors and actresses, okay? So time, 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 time is your weapon against the narcissist because these narcissists can't keep it up, okay? It's like the truth. What's in the dark will always come into the light. It may not be today or tomorrow, but it'll be maybe down the road, months, years, or time like that. You will find out the truth about somebody in time, okay? The truth always comes to surface. Trust me, I lived enough life. I've seen it happen over and over again, okay? So if you want to protect yourself from being used or being dis discarded by a narcissist, you move like a snail, okay? You move slowly and you watch to see that this person is consistent in their behavior past six months, and you look at their behavior, what do they like to do? How do they talk to you? You know, do they flip the blame on you? Are they egocentric? Are they standing in front of a mirror staring at themselves? Are they, you know, it's one thing to look good. It's another thing to be, you know, very, you know, obsessed with it to the point that they're obsessed because they need that attention and they need people looking at them. These are all red flags of who you're dealing with, okay? Or whether they're self-centered or you're dealing with a narcissist. How selfish are they? How are they when things don't go their way, okay? These are all red flags, all right? So, you know, Nobody should be bringing up the love word. Nobody should be bringing up baby, calling you baby in the first month or anything like that. They're calling you baby and everybody else baby, okay? And, you know, the other thing too is, you know, you got to look at other things like, you know, are they always telling you they're working all the time? How do you know they're working all the time? They may be working all the time or they may be out with other supply. You don't know. You've got to watch, okay? You've got to watch. There'll be signs, all right? But the point I'm trying to make in this podcast, like she says, well, how do you know when it's real and when it's not? Go slow with it and you'll know whether it's real or not. Okay, period, dot, end of story. The only way you're going to get screwed is if you rush with it. Okay, and that narcissist is going to, they're going to want to earn your trust. Like I dealt with a narcissist and he was like, what could I do? What could I do to make you trust me? And I was like, there's not nothing you can do unless time goes by. And he hated hearing that, but that's tough shit, okay? And that's exactly what I did. And when I, you know, didn't move fast and everything like that, guess what? I exposed him for the narcissist that he was because it was all an act. It was all to get some kind of supply out of me. And in time, that true core character of that person came out, all right? That's when you're going to see that narcissist angry and how they treat you. Are they going to give you that silent treatment? Or are they going to yell and scream and get in your face and try to threaten you, okay? That's when you really get to see who somebody is, is when you piss them off, all right? So, you know, until you've been in those kind of positions with somebody, you're not going to know who that person is. 
You've got to see how that person deals with conflict to really know who that person is, okay? So listen to me, you guys. Take it slow. I hope that helps you. I'm losing my voice this morning, and i got to run. And, you know, don't forget, please subscribe and please share the podcast on your social media. The more awareness that we spread, the more we kill the narcissist and their games don't work on other people. Okay? Have a great day. If you guys are having a problem in your dating or relationship or you're dealing with somebody maybe that's narcissistic, you don't know if they're a narcissist or you're just having problems, you're in a toxic relationship and you need some clarity on it, go to the link in the podcast description for my website where I offer email and phone coaching. If you have a quick question, just a quick question and you wanna get a video sent back to you answering your question, there's also a link there for Vizio, where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. Hi, you guys. I just want to let you know that The Game Exposed now has their merchandise available. Check out the link in the bio and you could go check it out. There's cool hoodies, cool sweatpants, cool hats. So go to the bio for the link. And also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook at the game exp123 and also on Instagram the game exp123 okay and have a great day mm-hmm.